The title for this astrology report says it all. March is a precipice, a cosmic one, where we as a civilization are about to experience the benefits of a leap that has been in the process of happening for some time. This month, we have equinox. We have the first of two eclipses, a series that we have been working towards for, I don't know, an epoch or so. And all kinds of things are happening in the material realm that is showing all these metaphysical changes we have been thinking about, speaking about, invoking are now taking place. It's all happening. There are two very different layers of reality that are occurring right now. One that is positive, expansive. In other layers, it feels like everything is falling apart. And in truth, there is an entire world order that is crumbling. And this is not necessarily a bad thing. As we make our way through the month of March, April, and beginning of May, remember, we are in the process of a six-month turnover in energy here in our solar system. And this, my friends, is the midpoint. Come on in and let's talk about all of the excitement that we have to look forward to astrologically this month. And welcome to Crow Medicine Astrology. My name is Katie Indy Crow, and it is my pleasure to have you here this month. March is a cosmic precipice, and so will April be. <laughs> we are in the process of a six-month radical vibrational transformation that I spoke with you at first back in November. Check that podcast if you haven't heard it yet. March represents the midpoint in that. This month, we have equinox. <laughs> we have some alignments with Uranus, Mars, and Venus. We also have the first of two eclipses. As you know, astrology isn't a bookend. And so the power that we have already generated in the last few months and the momentum that we have been building is going to continue to grow here. And it's going to move into what feels like a cosmic snapshot between the months of April and May. As I say words like this, I want to be very careful to not provide a false sense of reality. Is the world going to be perfect when we get through April 2024? No, it's not going to be. But we as human beings, those of us who are ready and who are accepting and who are part of the journey of healing and grounding ourselves <laughs> and this new different order of creation frequency that is being unfolded as part of the age of Aquarius are going to have had our souls touched. In these past few months, there have been so many people who have woken up to who they are at different layers. They have forgiven themselves. They have involved themselves with emotions. They have begun taking care of their bodies again. And for those who have already been on the path and who have been working their butts off in ceremony like I have been, things that we have sacrificed for years for are finally happening. It's real. It's all here. And we are walking hand in hand together to this space, this cosmic precipice. And we all have a role and a responsibility to do our best to honor ourselves as we move forward in this. The structure of this astrology report is going to be as follows. First off, 
We're going to talk about the key themes of experience that will be coming up. And a highlight here is that this is soul actualization, self-connection, reconnection, deeper connection, opportunity abound. Yes, there is an incredible amount of processing that is going on throughout the planet right now, which is part of this transition. There is also a lot of personal reckoning that people are experiencing on some layers. That isn't always pleasant, but it does lead to a good thing. We are being called by Creator to recognize that all of these activities are valid, that it is our time to shine as a civilization and a species, but that it is also important that we put the work into ourselves and this process. That as we reach this precipice moment that all kinds of people are ready to welcome themselves, to step into new and different parts of the journey. And I am so excited to be here with you and so excited that I reopened Indie Crow Academy a few months ago, thanks to finally getting my green card. If you want to study with me, my friends, I have all kinds of opportunities for that. I will talk about them at the end of this report. For now, let's first do the themes. Then we're going to do, I'm so excited about the themes. <laughs> They're that big. Uh, then we're going to do just a conversation about the monthly calendar, when and how things are going to come up. And then, as I said, at the end, we'll talk a little bit about how to manage this. And you don't necessarily have to come study at my school. I always release self-help materials at my website, crow-medicine.com. So you may want to think about getting onto my email list so you get articles and helpful things to inspire you to help yourself as we move through it. Okay, so there's a lot going on this month. I'm going to cover some of the main themes that I think are going to be interesting to you. The first is that, as you have heard by now, we are having a virus, Venus, strand, awakening, and reconnection process. And so there are people who are working on waking up different parts of their sensory and or their material world grounding systems. People who have been Mars heavy for their lives may be dealing with working through um, some of the harder harmonic of past lives connected to Mars, like uh, being warriors, people who had been involved in, well, really, let's just be honest, right now it's an Aries thing. And so a lot of us are dealing with healing the wounds of war and or people who are working on the planet. We have also been working a lot on that. This has been going on for a few years now, but this month is really going to be an apex in it. I don't think it's any coincidence that we have like two wars going on right now and that they have been since the whole... Mars reworking really began in that regard, uh, been front page news. The material and the astrological world is connected and we are truly living and working out these things. And so war has touched a lot of people in this audience. And I just want to acknowledge that as we move forward. The other side, the Venusian strand, people who are very Venus heavy have been working on healing the wounds of caring too much for too long, of what it has been like to be a woman in this world where we are always treated as second <laughs> and where our knowledge um, and our life ways are devalued constantly. And if you're like me, you intentionally went into ceremony on those things. And uh, we are now moving into the state where if you had the harder harmonic experiences and the tough lessons, you're probably starting to experience the balancing of energy as you begin to ground the both of them into yourself. You know, all of this has to do with healing the human energy archetypes, right? And part of the way that we're doing that right now is that we are recognizing which parts of ourselves are connected to what, and we are being given the opportunity to change our lives. And through changing our lives, we also change the solar system. 
It really does work like that. So if you feel that you are coming up to different kinds of initiations, which all sorts of people have been, the important thing to remember is this is happening for a reason. We are in a cosmic transition phase. And although it can feel one of the key facets of making a reality shift is going through these initiations and choosing how you are going to live, choosing the new pathway. And so as things come up, remember, be intentional. This is your opportunity to bring about great change in your life. If you have been tired of a cycle and the cycle comes up, don't think, oh my God, it's this cycle again. I'm never going to get out of it. Think, haha, I see this as a doorway for me to open and walk through and to do something different than I normally would have done and in so doing to begin charting the path to my new life. If it's a heavily ingrained cycle, chances are you're going to go through a few initiations over the years about it because it takes a little while to shift ourselves out of something that we had been firmly indentured in um, experiencing or behaving like. However, it does happen and it's really important to congratulate yourself when you come to these moments. And although they can be frustrating, allow yourself to feel frustrated, but try not to allow yourself to act in that frustration. Get through feeling like the uh feeling and then just say, okay, so this is an opportunity and now I'm going to treat it like one and proceed. Other things that we're probably going to continue to experiencing this month that have already begun with this phase is there is a lot of reckoning happening in the world around us. And although news and different kinds of public events seem to be trying to distract us from seeing what is happening, there is disclosure happening around things like healthcare. Um, there is a lot shifting in terms of information accessibility or not. And I think also there is, it just feels like there's something big coming in terms of government and power structure. I'm not going to hedge a bet on exactly what that is because I'm just going to work on hoping it's the highest harmonic pathway, whatever it is, because, you know, in these moments of great change, it is very common for things that we have known to be um like the way that it has been going to no longer be the way that it has been going. And this is, in fact, pretty much what this whole series of alignments is about. And like I said, it's not going to be a perfect world at the end of April, but we are going to have gone through a band of our experiences that was seriously limiting our ability to perceive and to achieve and to bring balance. And it's from there that we will then again launch into another phase of healing that will talk about as it is happening and we'll do another one and another one on another one until it's done because that's really what the cycles of the season is all about and we are here as architects of aquarius to bring about that change so we may as well recognize our role in it get comfy get masterful have fun and vibe with it if that's what you're into let's keep going on to the planets because i think it's about time we discuss these themes as they express themselves through the calendar There is a lot going on in March, and so I will do my best to summarize this concisely week by week. Before I hop into it, I do want to talk about something that you're going to notice, which is I list my alignments by conjunctions. And in a way that kind of puts me right in the middle of this debate that is happening in astrology between Vedic and Western approaches and which is best. We are working through healing systems and knowledge, and astrology is a system and a knowledge. And so I think let's talk about it for a second here. One of the things that did come up last month in February as we made our transformation into parts of the age of Aquarius is a divide in the fields of astrology, or at least a seeming one. And that is the one between Vedic and Western approaches. 
One of the things that you will notice about my astrology reports is that I focus a lot on conjunctions and the true position of planets in the sky. This month, you are going to have a little bit of an experience where we take threads of the Vedic approach as well as the Western approach because each of them at some point does speak about accurate positioning and we learn a little bit more about the cultural aspects of astrology. You see, in my opinion, both approaches do have validity. Right now, people who are living in a Western world, we are working on a healing journey of releasing a lot of things that were placed upon us through Roman world order and since then. In a South Asian, Southeast Asian world, there is a different set of cultural and power politics that are being worked through. In each case, the planets and the themes and categories of experience that come up around them are relevant. However, this particular month, we are going to see how sometimes things that are part of the Western astrological approach don't necessarily line up with what's really happening, such as with the eclipses, which is something I will talk about more later. And Week by week, let us now go through these alignments. So from the first through the seventh, the most important alignment to take into consideration is all of the ones that are happening on the third. We have Juno at opposition that day. We have Jupiter semi-square Neptune and Mars square Uranus. So these are days where we can expect for limitations on action to be perceived and for action to be taken. These are also days where the sparking and awareness of an ability of being materially grounded and psychically aware are the two of the same things and that the material and the metaphysical are intricately interconnected because they are. So we are releasing veils. We are removing veils. We are removing judgments on self and others who believe in this. And we are accepting that we are not crazy for believing that this is a part of our world. I think more and more people are going to be seeing that. The second week is where things start really heating up. On the 8th, we have a conjunction of Moon and Mars, as well as Moon and Venus, and this is happening in Capricorn. Mars and Venus are traveling closely together in the sky, and as you know, they are in a cosmic reconfiguration where their complementarity is being rediscovered. And that means each of us is also rediscovering our inner Mars and Venus and any limitations that would have been in place from actualizing and recognizing that. On the 9th, we continue on with this process. We have Mercury entering Aries in Western astrology, and we also have Venus being squared by Uranus. As you heard from last week, Uranus is a freedom planet, and it is also about releasing chains. So as I said, we continue to free the Venusian strands of sacred knowledge, esoteric wisdom, but also of deep emotion and its place in this world and learning how to handle it without being a ticking time bomb, which sometimes does happen when the Aries energy comes straight away into that, we have on the 10th, a new moon in Pisces. Uh, at least that's what the Western tradition says. At the same time, the actual position of the sky is going to be a new moon in Aquarius. And as opposed to seeing this as something that is in contradiction to another, I see this as an extra opportunity for cosmic integration, where we are getting to bring the Piscean and the Aquarian strands together. And why wouldn't we? Uh, right after that, on the 11th, Venus enters Pisces. So that is more of bringing that loving mother, that loving warm strand of experience expression into the emotional realm and knowing that all of us have a place there. And after that, on the 13th, 
we have a close approach and a conjunction of the moon and Jupiter, and that is happening in Aries. As you know where Jupiter is, we do also experience that mature, grounded awareness and connection, and that is going to be helping to prime that wounded warrior that is Aries to come into the empowered warrior that is going to be so important to the continued healing of this world. The 15th through the 22nd, things start to accelerate. On the 17th, Neptune has a solar conjunction in Pisces. Neptune is the planet of inner depths and intuitive awareness. As my soul communicates to me, this will be a day where many people who have been working on self-connection are going to start having pop-off positive experiences. It is also a day that anyone who feels so inclined to work on calling forth that skill is invited to do so. Remember, the planets are able to spark us and Part of why we point out these alignments is that we can work with them to benefit our lives. So if a clearer and conscious self-connection with your higher self is part of what you are seeking, work on calling that through on this day as well as on the 19th because we're getting to Equinox. And as you know, Equinox is a powerful opportunity to set intentions, to call forth things that are important to you, and also to rededicate to a path that you are already on. So special alignments that are happening with the equinox is that the Venus is in Aphelion at that day and it is positioned in Aquarius while the sun is in Pisces, at least in its real position. In the Western tradition, it is in Aries. And again, I feel that this is an opportunity to integrate the different various threads of energy layers that are concurrently happening because we are working on bringing all of this together into ourselves. And so for those people who are ready, it's going to be that kind of spark. For those who are ready for their Mars-Venus spark, you're going to have that. Wherever you are at in your journey is what creator is going to provide for you. However, I do highly recommend that you get yourself an equinox and eclipse plan in place where you are going to be giving yourself opportunities for self-connection because you really will see benefits if you give yourself the space to do it. The rest of the month is going to be like a fast forward through the cosmos. And so on the 21st, we have a close approach in conjunction of Venus and Saturn in Aquarius. That is going to be a wake-up day and a release-the-bonds day uh, that we have placed on ourselves, that we have placed on each other, and that have been metaphysically placed on us. I'm personally quite excited about it. On the 22nd, we have Mercury uh, at dichotomy in Pisces and Mars moves into Pisces, at least in one tradition. And so I feel, again, this is more of our transformation of the Marsian strands into being able to communicate comfortably with human emotion. I also believe that there is going to be healing in the path of people who have been carrying the spiritual love through the generations. Uh, our journey hasn't been that easy. And I feel that as Mars kisses back into this path with us, we get to heal, we get to release some of the load, and things are going to get a little bit better for us. On the 23rd, Jupiter, semi-sextile, true node. This is important because Jupiter needs healing too. Jupiter, Jupiter represents big dad cosmic energy in the universe and mother and father of creation are doing a lot for us that doesn't often get addressed or spoken about. And if people are interested, I would love to do a highlight on them. I probably will next month. Jupiter, semi-sextile, true node allows us to connect to father in each of us, which is important. On the 25th, here we go. This is the beginning of the eclipse. We have an eclipse here, and then we have another one in two weeks. These eclipses are something that I have personally been working towards for a decade. They are going to be life-changing, and they are going to be soul-awakening. 
Is everything going to be apparent on that particular day? Again, I don't think so. However, I believe that if you prepare yourself spiritually, if you prepare yourself to have a positive experience, you will be able to do that. And how are you going to be able to do that? Well, I'll talk about that a little bit in the next segment. And really, the reason why I'm holding off on giving too much detail on the eclipse is because (laughs) I'm going to do a special on it. In one perspective, this eclipse is happening in Virgo and Pisces, and another, it is happening in Libra and Aries. And I do sense conflict coming up. I do sense a weird energy transition. I do sense things that I do not like, but I also don't want to speak those into existence because as a planetary caretaker, it is my job to try to not allow that to happen. If it happens, it's not my fault, but I'm working on not creating it. I'm working on taking it apart. And so I'm not going to go any further into it, but let's talk about what you might like to do over the course of March to get yourself into some great stead to experience positivity with all of this. So what are my best suggestions on how to get through this with style? First off, remember that we are also moving through high solar activity moments and that EMF activities like solar flares, but also things like devices have an impact on our energy field. And if you are feeling really agitated all the time, it is a sign that you are reacting poorly to the EMFs. You may like to get into doing something like a heavy metal detox. I have participated in one in the last few months, and I have found that I have been significantly less bothered by EMFs in my environment. You have to be really careful about what you say and where you say it with that topic. So I'll just put the link down below to the product that I recommend. And if you're into it, go for it. Otherwise, having lots of water, making sure that you are eating a nutritionally balanced diet is also really important. When our vitamins and minerals are in place, we are able to experience groundedness and positivity and enhanced quality of life experiences. High solar activities, a lot of emotional things that are going on with spiritual and soul change can make us feel really worn out. And having a good and diverse profile that you are eating will allow you to continue in a regenerative space and will help you from feeling so dragged out. Food is medicine, you know. <laughs> One of the other things that is going to help people a lot is working with energy alignment. Yes, energy alignment. Getting your energy body clear, allowing yourself to charge up and connect to your highest harmonic reality, and repairing yourself on a consistent basis from things like EMF exposure, but also anything that you might be experiencing in your day to day life helps get you to a place where you are experiencing cohesion, connection, and flow. If you would like to learn something that allows you to do all that in a relatively small amount of time, come study with me. Breathe Ground Connect teaches you an energy alignment modality that you can work with all day, any day, at any given time that will help you do just that. And I just recorded all new cool videos, so I'll link that below as well. As always, planet Earth has natural flows of energy that are here to heal us. Getting outside and touching skin to skin, something like the earth, is going to allow you to tap into the electron flow of the planet. It's going to allow you to ground and clear and align your energy a little bit. And it's going to allow you to feel a little more of that sacred connection that these eclipses and alignments are really supposed to be helping to spark us and awaken us with. If you want to hear more suggestions, I recommend that you get yourself connected to my email list. I will link it below. And I recommend that you come and check out my website, crow-medicine.com, because I'm all about how to work with energy tools to help yourself. 
I don't want to blabber on about it here since this is an astrology report after all. My endpoint takeaway for all of you is that one, I wish you a powerful march. Two, I wish you success and self-connection. And three, I wish us all to enjoy reconnecting to planet Earth in new and different ways. If you are somebody who would like to work more on helping to heal planet Earth, I am recruiting new students and people to learn how to do that. Contact me privately at katieindycrow at gmail.com and I'll let you know what is going on. Having said all of that, thanks so much for checking out Crow Medicine Astrology. I hope to see you back for the next one. 